Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. Would you fight someone if they threw popped buttered corn at you? No. I what? Would, I would laugh my ass off. And I would eat it probably. Listen, man. <laughs> if he dumped a bowl of hot chili on his head, I could understand right, Russ or, being... Or even a beer. Even dumping sure, a beer on Exactly. Him. Or if somebody spits on you like they did Trey Young. That crosses the line. I got a problem with that. But popcorn? You're trying to jump into the stands over popcorn? Come on, man. Boy, Astro's Twitter got worked up with me over a, a bullpen joke I made today. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Some girl threw out a first pitch. I said, I don't know who this is, but she's at least more accurate than Rayleigh. Oh, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Right. You thought it was funny because it was you knew it was a joke. Right. There's some people on Astro's Twitter who didn't know it was a joke. So then there was like people acting like I was being disrespectful to her. And then there was people acting like I was being disrespectful to Brooks Rayleigh. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the board. It's hour number three, 713-780. ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Or get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. Send a message. Aaron will read it. Twitter is at Fred Fowler. F-A-O-U-R. At A-J is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN975. And uh, miss the first two hours. It'll all be on the podcast on ESPN975.com. So there. Good stuff. Hoffman all fired up today. Ticking everybody off. Well. Hey, that, I, I like the idea that you're going to kind of go out flaming the, well, not like young boys flaming, but like flaming hot here over the last you know couple what? months. I'll say this. Yesterday, I thought that there were going to be a lot of people mad at me about my Astros comment. I think a lot of people did some self-searching and they realized I was right. We'll have to hear what Patrick Creighton thinks of it. He's on tonight, right? Yep. Yep. Right after Maybe us. you can ask him about it, Aaron. I was hoping it wasn't going to pull me into the middle of it, but okay. Eh, I mean, you're in the middle of it. kind of what you do. But just remember who your boss is, and that's all you got to do. Yeah, for two more months. Right, but it's two months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not much, not much damage you can do in two months. You can get a lot fired in two months, I can tell you that. Yeah, how long does it take to file that paperwork? Yeah, I can do that easy tomorrow. <sighs> Stop threatening to fire poor Aaron. He's already scared to death about what's going to happen <laughs> around here. With you're gone, and, and who knows who knows what I'm going to do? And he's like, "Well, these guys are both going to be gone. This could be a problem." Uh, no actual hockey picks. I I do like the the Leafs to win tonight. It's not a good value number, uh, and I but I don't like the minus one and a half goals because, um, basically, under unders a, a fairly safe play because uh, Montreal can't score and their goalie's really good and he should keep them in the game. They've scored scored four goals in three games. That's not good. Yeah, I saw a stat like over the last seven years that uh, Carey Price, his last seven playoff appearances, not games but you know years, his team's averaged two goals a game. <laughs> That's pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, did you see Steve? Steve I just saw a second angle of the Astros fan getting yeah pummeled. Yeah, and. It looks like it looks like uh, the Astro fan who was initially going to get it, yeah, was wearing jean shorts. Oh no! So he's the one who really deserved to get beat up. Yeah, he needs to get beat up just for that. Shame. Oh boy! Yeah. Although we say that, 
Fred, your backup quarterback likes to wear cutoff jorts all the time. That's why he's a backup now. That's why he's no longer the man. Unless somebody trades for him. Well, that's that's their problem. Then he's someone else's problem. Because all I know is that the great Urban Meyer came in and swept away all of the evil from before and brought in the great Trevor Lawrence and the savior Timothy Tebow. They're both there now. Yeah. And, that, and, and so no longer the face of the franchise, the guy with a goofy mustache. That's right. And a mullet. And a mullet. I like mullets. That may be, may be what I do next. I think I don't that know. fit in Jacksonville, too. That was appreciated, I believe. The uh, I, I'm going to take an opposite side here of something that I usually talk about. Oh, you see that uh, you're going to be a hypocrite, is what you mean? No, not, not maybe. I mean, I'll let you be the judge. It's of okay. I don't Damn, mind. The, minute, the Maple Leaf game already started, by the way. Okay. Um, didn't already realize it was six o'clock. Jeez, I knew it was six o'clock because we played Rage. Uh, yeah, usually. And then you said hour number three. I know, but and that that's always a good sign that the third hour is starting. And I know from experience the third hour starts at six, so I knew. Well. Anyway, I'm sorry you're a little behind, but that's all right. No, I just I, I I didn't put two and two together that the game was about to start. Oh. Oh, actually, this is highlights from the other night, so it hasn't started yet. So you got a couple minutes. It says it starts in seven seven minutes and all right. So uh, I, I would I would if you're going to play it, I'd take the under, and you know I, I think Toronto wins and there's no value on that side. So, but no, the, Stephen A went off on uh, on hockey and okay. admitted he didn't know hockey. Well, that's good of him. Yeah, and basically talked about how 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 is it the Edmonton Oilers would have the top two scores in hockey and get swept was his take. Uh, how long is it? I, I don't want to subject people to more than about twenty five seconds. Yeah, that's two minutes long. Oh no, I don't want that. No, we, we don't. We don't want that. No. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of okay with him doing this and saying you know I don't know a bunch about it, and then because because that'll get. That'll get people talking about hockey if Stephen A. does it. I'm okay with it. Now, what he didn't realize is that Edmonton had two players that are both really, really good, and everybody else on that team is not great. They have the two leading scorers like in the league? Yeah. That is, I mean, that's a little embarrassing. Now, I don't know hockey, but that seems a little embarrassing to me. Yeah, it's just... The problem is you have to have four lines, and they only score when those two are out there at the same time. And uh, as good as McDavid is. I would just make those guys play all the time. Well, that's what they did the other night. Actually, the last two games, they were, they were like, double-shifting McDavid. I'd be like the Brewers with CC Sabathia. Like, hey, man, I know you're tired, bub, but you're going again. But I just pitched last night, coach. Hey, turn your hat sideways and just fight through it, man. That's what he would tell him, mm. and he did. And the Brewers won the World Series. Well, these guys got swept. Oh, and, actually, the Brewers didn't win the World Series. I made that stat up. Uh, yeah, they didn't. <laughs> but, but you know, but it is it is a little different because you can't. Uh, um, you know, so we talked about 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 this before. Star players are only out there. 15, 16, 17 minutes out of the, okay, the sixty. Let me ask you something. This may be a stupid question. When did hockey having all these, you know, four different lines, when did that start? Like, did when Gordie Howe was playing or like uh, Bobby Hull 
were they was there four lines back then or did those guys just tough it out uh i'd have to i i don't know because i'm not that old i hate i hate to break it to you uh i Great. did get to see the arrows play when when gordy was here but i was like i said seven or eight years old so i couldn't tell you about how many line changes there were but i do know that there were there were i, I don't know if they did four lines deep back then somebody who's old can tell me but I know they had second and third lines. Maybe today's hockey players are just soft, man. Yeah. Back in my day. <laughs> well, I mean, was no, nobody one, nobody was Gordy Howe. I mean, there was it, one line. Yeah, I don't think that's true. And then but, you, but I do and remember then you snorted a line well, that between did, periods so you could go out and play another play another round. Everybody does that. So uh but yeah, I mean I, I when I really got into it it was when the uh, Edmonton Oilers used to be on USA network. When, and they were winning Stanley Cups with Wayne Gretzky. And that's that's when I really started getting serious about it and really enjoying it. But there were a lot, there were four lines in. So, and at the pace you play at. Now, I, I've seen instances like when the Czech Republic won the uh, gold medal back in Japan. I don't know what year that was, probably 20 years ago. Yarmir Yager was on the ice the entire time. They just never took him off the ice. They had him and Dominic Hoshik, who was the best goalie in the world, and a bunch of scrubs. And they still won the gold medal. Yeah. So that that's probably the most I've ever seen a guy play. It seemed like he was always out there. Because he was a man. That was back when hockey mm. was played by men, not young boys. Uh, Don Mateo says 1960s when they went to four lines. With the oh, Canadians. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it, as long as I can remember. And KB said, what's the point of having Fred on the show if he doesn't remember old yeah, stuff? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. I was before my time. I'm not that old. Whatever, dude. I'm not that old. I thought you predated hockey. Uh, <laughs> I actually thought you predated ice. That's the uh, the big mistake I made. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Thought the ice age happened when you were like 14 or something. No, no. I know. I know we like to talk about my experience with the dinosaurs and the ancient aliens and Jesus and all that, but it, it, I can tell you it's kind of fictional. I suggested to Fred, he was talking about getting the maple leaf tattoo if they win. I said he should just get a picture of, like, a portrait of Austin Matthews on his arm. That'd be cooler, I think, and a better conversation piece. Oh, that's a horrible idea. What if he got the maple leaf on, like, the outside of his hand? Hey, how about you guys don't get to decide what I get on my body? I'm just trying to Either one of you. You don't don't help. I've already said what I'm going to do. You don't get to decide. How big will it be? Um, Depends. Like the size of your fist, you think? Um... Maybe. Like that? Because um, you don't want to put a tiny tattoo on a big place. That's a mistake no, people no, often make. No. Yeah, Fred remembers when ancient aliens were just called aliens. <laughs> um, yeah. And Mark says in 2013 playoffs, Duncan Keith averaged something like 34 minutes a game. The def- defenseman, like if you got a stud defenseman, you can have him out there a lot longer. They don't work as hard? Uh, no, it's not, it's not that. They're just uh, the position isn't. You know, you're not trying to get up and down the ice as fast as you are if you're playing forward. All right. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. And, guys, I have to tell you about four. What? You don't have to. You get to tell you. Well, I get to tell people. But I, right. I have to tell them because it's important to me to tell them that uh, fourrosesbourbon.com is where you need to go. And Four Roses is fantastic. This is the best possible Father's Day gift. So, kids, if you're listening, uh, just go and give me some Four Roses. 
The small batch bourbon is fantastic. And uh, this, this is a way to impress your dad. You can get it neat. You can get it on the rocks. This is uh, your favorite summer cocktail. All you have to do is go to fourrosesbourbon.com, and they've got all kinds of great cocktails on there for you as well. And uh, stay tuned. We're going to have a, an on-air contest for Four Roses. It's going to result in uh, uh, you guys getting a chance to win and partic- participate in a Four Roses tasting event. How about that? And we're going to be here for that. So uh, check it out, man. This is the best Father's Day gift you can give somebody. Hey, you, you guys are blitzers. You know how it is. You drink alcohol. So get some Four Roses. It is fantastic. And you get all kinds of cocktails. Just go to fourrosesbourbon.com and find out what to mix up for the summer to stay cool. All right, Four Roses Small Batch, fourrosesbourbon.com slash summer. I'm ready to hop out on the new, get the bus. No, you heard me say you play you late, don't make me push the butt. Pull the pain, drop it. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Is that a goal for the bad guys already? Yep. Hmm. 713-780-ESPN is your number. So uh, we have uh, NFL.com did a... Dark Horse MVP candidates for next year? Would you uh, like to hear who they are? Of course. I'm sure AJ would, too, if he were here. But uh, he's passed on already. I thought he was going to be here a couple more months. I figured he'd take his laptop with him, but I guess RJ's giving him a new one. Oh, yeah, probably. So he just he just decided to leave. Um, number one on the list, Dakota Prescott. I could see... Him putting up big numbers next year, I just don't know that the team is going to be much better. Uh, if if they can win nine or ten games and make the playoffs and he stays healthy and puts up some of those sick numbers, I could see that, especially playing for the Cowboys. I feel like that's going to be a heavily fan bet MVP candidate. Probably so. Number two, Justin Herbert. I like this one. If he If he has that big step in year two, and the team is significantly better, which they very well could be. I could I could see him as an MVP candidate. Number three, the wee lad, Kyler Murray. What what is this list? Uh, well, if you were here on time, you'd know. Sorry, I had dark, to urinate. Dark horse candidates for uh, MVP. Who was one and two? Dakota Prescott one, Justin Herbert two. Okay. Kyler Murray, huh? Yeah, it's a real dark horse. According to the uh, odds that get uh, ag- aggregated for us, Kyler Murray is sixteen to one right now. Okay, so what are the odds on the other other two guys? Uh, Dakota is eighteen to one. I, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. And Justin, I'm scrolling. I'm scro- twenty two to one. Okay. What is this guy number four? Carson. Who's the favorite? Patrick Mahomes. 
Okay. Yeah, but, but these are these are long shots. These are not Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Like how how far down the list do you have to get to be a long shot? Like outside the top five? Well, so far all these guys are outside the top ten. So, so like is Matthew Stafford a long shot? I feel like he should be, right? Uh according to this list, I mean he's the fifth best odds. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Or he's tied for fourth with Lamar Jackson. Damn. All right. Well, not a long shot. Is it who is, is top three? Mahomes. Uh, Rogers and Allen. Yep. Where's Brady? Uh, scrolling, scrolling. Oh, I mean, sixteen to one. Same with Kyler Murray. Oh, okay. and well, well, just he, ahead of that makes him a dark horse, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think he's realistic. I don't think Kyler Murray is. What about Russ Wilson? Uh, he's like ninth on this list. Let me, let me go through the other. Okay. He's twenty-two to one. Uh, what about Carson Wentz? What is his number? <laughs> Twenty-five to one. Yeah, I don't think that's good. Well, I don't think it's going to happen. That's not either. value. Matt Ryan. But Matt Ryan wouldn't shock me, and I bet nope. you, I bet he's got a good number. Forty to one. Ooh, that's pretty good. That one, I that one, I might take a look at. Uh, number six, Derek Carr. I, I that wouldn't shock me either. Another forty to one. What is Miles Garrett number seven on the list? Ain't happening. Scroll it. I don't you, think he's on this list. Yeah, yeah you ain't yeah, gonna find odds on him. If you're not finding odds on Aaron Donald, like, yeah, no. Nah, sorry, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett's very good. I like Miles Garrett a lot. Uh, number eight on the list, Hymas Winston. <laughs> yeah, uh, his odds- ahead of Russell Wilson. By the way, wait, Jameis Winston has shorter odds to be the MVP. No, I mean, no. This guy, oh. this guy ranks him ahead of Russell Wilson. Whoa, I boy, I was about to run to bet Russ. <laughs> Uh, Jameis, you can also purchase at fifty to one odds. That's not value. And no. what, what about Russell? Uh, Russell Wilson's twenty-two to one. What about Josiah Burrow? Uh, that's Jose. Get his name right. Put respect on him. Mr. Wow. Burrow is thirty-three to one. He's got two other quarterbacks tied with him. Fred, how's this game going for you so far? Uh, it's not going well <laughs> at all. And uh, yeah, it's. 2-0 Montreal. Your goalie's like star fishing. He's just laying there like spread yeah, out. Like the, the guy goes uh, doesn't give up a goal in uh, <laughs> 60 minutes the other night. He's given up two here in the first uh That seems minutes. like uh, like just hope for the best type of goaltending right there. Lay down and just yeah, star just, fish uh, and be like, maybe they won't hit it by me. Hmm. Well, that's not good. Sorry, Fred. That's early yet. It is early probably yet. Probably not going to go under if the Leafs are going to win, though. I can tell you that much. You didn't parlay that, did no, you? No, I, I, uh, I stayed away from it tonight. Okay. I, I played a couple last night, and uh, it was two and one. The the Golden Knights let me down, not closing it out. Man, it sucks for these Canadian teams that are playing in empty arenas. Because I know uh, Drew Dean, Matt's brother, was at the. He, he's been at the Predators games, and it's it's raucous there, yeah. man. So playing these in empty stadiums, like where are they? I guess they're going to have to play. The I think sa- they're all here. They're on a neutral site for the final, right? But are Canadian fans allowed to? Are the Canadians, the, Canadian teams, allowed to travel into the U.S.? They're, they have to for the final. Yeah, they're going to have to for the once after this next round. They'll be allowed to travel. And, and then what? Are they banned? Are they banished from Canada forever after that? Uh, I, I think they'll have to do the protocol where you got to stay in a hotel for a week. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I don't know exactly how they're going to do it, but the Canadian teams won't get any home games after this next round, basically, because they can't travel back and forth. 
Oh man. Seven one. Was that the end of the list? Yeah, I was the end of the list. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the whole thing just kind of fell apart. So, uh, if you have some other odds you want to throw out there, please be my guest. That was for you, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, I'm going through looking at anything that I think there might be a little bit of value. Uh, your beak, sixty six to one. Yeah, not as a rookie. No. Uh, Yimmy Garoppolo, if he can prove what you guys have been saying for years wrong, eighty to one. Yeah, I don't think I'd even take him at eighty. Uh, I've got your uh, defensive player of the year odds. Would you like that? I, I bet. I bet AJ can name them in order. The top five for de- defensive player of the year. For defensive I player bet of I the can't. year. Five's five's a lot. Uh, at least at least the top three you can get. Uh, so number one will be uh, Aaron Donald, nine to two. TJ Watt, number three at nine to one. Miles Garrett, eleven to two. Told you to get the first. That three. that's the easy ones. Yeah. <sighs> Who beyond that? How about? Hmm. What about uh? Derwin James, uh, twenty-eight to one. That's not that good, huh? So that's that's your first strike. Okay. Uh, what about? What about Stefan Gilmore? That's a bad guess. Why yeah, did I say that? Thirty-three to one. Eh, you get one more. Oh no. Um. I don't even want to make a guess because I know it'll just be dumb. Um, You're going to feel dumb when he tells you the final yeah. two. Oh, what about uh, uh, Nick Bosa? Uh, I would give you either Bosa because they're both 12 to 1. Okay, are they? that's 4 and 5? <laughs> so that's an entry. No, there's one other guy that you've missed. There's, yeah, there's another guy tied with them for... Yeah, for the, at the same number. Who could that be? Now, I, was, I was being generous giving you the 1 and 1A one entry there. I know. Am I going to feel stupid after this one too? Uh, Yeah. Probably. I thought yeah. the, the Bosa one was going to be the one that you would really went. Oh, what the hell? Oh, uh, Chase Young. Correct. There you go. Okay. Took you long enough. Where's Khalil Mack? Uh, right behind those guys. Khalil Mack was the one that I said, I, 20, I don't want to sound stupid. No. And then the other one I thought of was Darius Leonard. I was like, oh, and, that's and unlikely. Mack is 20 to 1. He's right behind the Bosas. Leonard's right behind Mack at 28, along with Derwin James and Jay. Jay, Watsky. wow! What? Look at JJ, yeah, along with Bobby Wagner, Bradley Chubb, Chandler Jones, yeah, Jalen Ramsey, thirty-three to one. That's that's not a bad one. And uh, your comeback player. This one's kind of interesting. Uh, the favorite at five to two, Dak Prescott. Yeah, that's an easy favorite. Saquon Barkley, second choice, six to one. Dak's a quarterback, and his injury was so gnarly. Like, I mean, not like Saquon Barkley's injury was not devastating because it was, but because Dax was so gross looking, and yeah, he, and he'll, he's, he'll, he's all he's got to do is take a few snaps. Uh, Jose Burrow, uh, kind of find, hard, find it hard to see him as a comeback player. He played enough games. Yeah, he played six or seven. Mm. Yeah, uh, Nick Bosa, who we've already mentioned, Carson Wentz. Eight to one. 
Uh, I'm not buying that stock. I'm not either. Christian McCaffrey, seventeen to two. Uh, th- that one's not bad. Yeah, I mean, he was arguably the best player in the league, like the year before. That that one's that one's not bad. That's that's decent odds. Uh, Hymas Winston, twelve to one. Uh, I'm gonna go no. <laughs> Sam Darnold, twelve to one. No. I like Sam, but no. Garoppolo, 16. No. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, 25 to 1. A Texan finally makes a list. Yeah. Good for him. Yep. It's not a great list to make, but hey. Oh, boy. Carson Wentz is getting bench considered an injury. It's just comeback player. It's like, which means you had to be there at some point, right? Some, yeah. Sometime you were there. And whether it was injury or failure, didn't Kurt Warner win it one year and it was just because he sucked for a couple of years and then he I came back so. and he played well again? Yeah. I could be right. Could I think right. I feel like you should have to be injured. Like, uh, or, I mean, if Deshaun misses a whole year due to suspension and then he comes out and balls out, would he be the comeback player of the year? It depends on if he's got the towel on or not. Comeback player of the uh, year. When, I mean, balls out, what I was going with. <laughs> All right, quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. So, I'm curious what you think about this. Are you familiar with the uh, Steak 48 restaurant? Yes. There's one here in town. Yep. Uh, right down Westheimer. Apparently, uh, the it wasn't the Houston location, but they have a sign that says calls for one hundred dollar per person food and beverage minimum. Okay, says there's a hundred dollar per person food and beverage minimum for each person at your table, in order to ensure that each guest enjoys a total experience of food, service, and atmosphere. This does not include tax or tip. Hmm. Uh, and then they also have a, a strict dress code, but apparently. Uh, Twitter kind of freaked out over having a hundred dollar minimum. Listen, I, that's it's understandable that Twitter would freak out about that. But also, if you go to Steak Forty Eight and you're planning on spending less than a hundred dollars per person, you went to the wrong restaurant. Yeah, it's not like you go to Wendy's and say. Yeah, okay, every, everybody's got to spend $100 each at Wendy's or you can't eat here. Well, that would be absurd. I mean, yeah, this is a it's a it's a high-end steakhouse. Like it's Now it is kind of weird that they like that that's a rule. That's weird. I wouldn't have made that rule because the truth is most people who go there understand that that's what's going to happen, but I also understand and I'm curious where this is. Because, I think it's the one in Philly. Okay, because of COVID with like limited seating and stuff, maybe they want to make sure that, yeah. listen, if you're coming here, we're not here to like 
for you to take some girl that you think you're impressing by buying an appetizer at Steak 48. Yeah. Like, e- either come here to eat a meal or don't come here. And it, and mind you, and you can say, well, that's that's poor business, but also mind you that places like that are the places that suffered the most during COVID, like when COVID was at its peak, because it's real easy to get Chinese takeout for four people. It's real easy to order pizza for four people. Not a lot of people were getting steak 48 to go uh, during COVID. So I kind of understand. I, I think there's good and bad people on both sides. but I, So I think it's dumb to put the sign up. But I also kind of understand why they would. Well, I mean, the internet whiners could just go somewhere else. And that that's, that's one of those things that I just don't get. Rather than sit there and go, oh, this is terrible, this is terrible. Okay, you know what? Go someplace cheaper. Yeah. I also bet that sign wasn't just a, hey, we're reopening, we need to put this up. I feel like there probably was a slew of people going in there and not spending enough. And when you had spaced out and you're probably not giving every person on the wait staff their normal maximum amount of tables, so they're going to be short tables anyways and short on tip revenue. True. They're saying, look. That's fine, but if you're you know if you're the waiter who usually gets eight tables a night or eight tables every you know half a shift, and you're pulling in an extra eight hundred bucks from those tables alone, they cut it down to three. That really is going to hamper your lifestyle. Yeah, just don't go if you don't like it. Yeah. I, I totally get it, and you know I, I'm and it's I'm, not absurd. It's not an absurd. No, the, not for the, a high end steakhouse. I, it's I, really not. I mean, I don't know that I've ever spent. Less than a hundred per person at B and B. No, I mean when we go there, we're expecting to spend some money. Oh, and by the way, I got to talk to Todd, but I think B and B Butcher is going to have us out for like uh, nice on the AJ going away tour. Nice. The uh, the manager there is a uh, he's he's a, a a longtime fan, so he's like, I got to have you out here before you go. I love that place. Uh, steaks and whistle pig rye on him. He said, I've nice. never been. Well, you'll come that day. We'll uh, we'll have someone else. You can you can uh, come run the uh, run the uh, that you can on site engineer. How about that, Bubba? You're gonna piss somebody else off. Sucks for them. Yeah, make sure we know that date because I you know I've, I've got to take some time off and I'm not doing it then. <laughs> if I'm going, I'm not eating for 36 hours beforehand. Oh yeah, I'm 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 not missing B and B. That place is awesome. But yeah, but we but I don't think we have to spend that much there. It's just that. Like whenever we go out there, we, we're planning to get like a nice bottle of wine. Like in, instead of getting the thirty dollar bottle of wine, we'll probably get the hundred dollar bottle of wine. And, yeah, you know, you, you're 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 getting extra. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, I can see that real easily because you're planning for a nice night out for that. And IOT says, "Don't tell me what to spend. I spend way over that. If you don't tell me, I have a minimum. That's fair. And I'm the same way. Like if if I'm if I and like if I take my family out to a meal and i like sometimes like my dad and my aunt live together so i'll take them out and my aunt's my aunt and uncle live next door if, we, if i take everybody out to dinner and i'm i'm buying dinner for everybody if you put that 15 percent on my card you're making a mistake because that that's like if you auto tip me that's what i tip you but like i if you don't do that then it's I mean, it's my starting point is twenty percent. So, I, I I don't know. I get what you're saying, but listen, who, who's again, who is going into that restaurant 
expecting to spend less than $100 per person. It's not. Nah. I, I wouldn't be. But, you know, that's uh, some. But some people find that offensive now. Yeah. They're just going to whine about it. I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't know why people have to um, go after something like that. Just, okay, you can't afford it. We get it. It's fine. 713-780-ESPN is your number. Um, another Bigfoot sighting in Ohio. Uh, I think the Bigfoots are starting to... I think those are just women from Ohio. Uh, like, it's not... It, let's slow down. With, like that's It's really rude to call a woman Bigfoot just because she's bigger than you. Uh, this is the 309th reported Bigfoot sighting in Ohio. Um... Uh, Bigfoot investigator, really, there's a Bigfoot investigator. Matthew Moneymaker spoke to the woman and her stepfather and found them to be credible. Of course she did. (laughs) Uh, A 20-year-old woman was leaving the warehouse 24-hour gym around midnight in Ashland, Ohio, when she says she had a startling encounter with an 8-foot-tall Bigfoot. Wow. Ashland is located around 80 miles from Salt Fork State Park, the home of an annual Bigfoot conference. By the way. And another recent Bigfoot sighting. Let me tell you something. You don't really, like, I don't think anyone, uh, I mean, unless you've been around, like, because even Yao Ming, like, no one knows what eight foot tall looks like. Right. Like, because if you saw Yao Ming, you would go, oh, he's eight foot tall. And then you realize he ain't even really close to eight foot tall. He's about as close to eight foot tall as I am to five foot nine. It ain't close. Like, I don't think people realize what eight foot tall looks like. Well, here's the uh, the report. Who They filed the report with the Bigfoot Research Organization, also known as Beefro. <laughs> uh, which, why wouldn't they not just call it bro? Because Bigfoot is not two words. It is yeah. one word. So the acronym should be bro. But it says, my 20-year-old stepdaughter had a visual sighting last night in Ashland, Ohio. The date was 4-24-21. It was about midnight, and she had left a 24-hour gym that has woods behind it. She saw a gray, over-seven-foot creature after hearing a twig snap. She stated it was way too large to be human, and it moved way too fast to be human. Uh, Bigfoot sure st- seem to snap a lot of twigs, don't they? Yeah. Uh, she said... Uh, they're, not very, they're not very nimble. She called us from the local Bob Evans parking lot in tears asking for us to come drive her home because she was so shook up. It was a terrifying experience for her. I went and inspected the area briefly the next day. I found many old deer tracks, but no imprints of the creature she saw. I am not a hunter or tracker and only spent about 10 minutes in the area. She's one person I would consider an extremely reliable witness. She's a very responsible college student. (coughs) Responsible college student. That is very moral and truthful. A moral and truthful She does not drink or take drugs. A lot of college girls don't do that. Uh, yeah, that's what they tell their parents. Yeah. But, uh, like Katie, she's not drinking or doing drugs at college. Well, she's not really at college right now. She's still here. <laughs> She'll be back in college next year. Oh, I spoke with a father first. He is a pastor and high school teacher. Um, all right. Guess what? I, I, I am certain, like, alien things I don't know about, but, I am certain that there's people out there dressing up as Bigfoots and going to these places. Now, one of them's going to get shot one of these days. But, yeah, apparently, though, there is a 
a whole Bigfoot thing. Well, good for him. At the break, I encourage you to both go look at the Beef Row website because it straight out of 1995. The what? The Beef Row website, the Bigfoot Research oh, oh. Organization. Oh, great! No, no, I have no interest in that. I, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm guessing Mufon greater than Beef Row. Plus, Probably. Plus, I'm not sure what'll come up on there. They also have strict joining. Uh, if you want to join their ranks, you have to be invited by an existing member. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, I'll pass. I'll pass. I'm not really interested in in being a member. Oh, okay. It's it's Beef Row because it's Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization. They didn't say that in the story. Oh, Safari can't find the server. And it's a .net. Huh. Am I on the right one? Yeah. BFRO.net. Yeah. There's no, uh, it's not letting me get the white, the website up. Ooh. I probably just infected a work computer. Did you see, uh, Spurs fans are pissed off? Why? Because, uh, ESPN tweeted out, choose one big three to run with in the playoffs. And they gave four choices. Jordan Pippen Rodman, Thompson Curry Durant, Wade James Bosch, Durant Harden Irving. And they left off the Spurs. Mostly because it was like Tim Duncan and Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili were there. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know if that was... But you, uh, you could argue the same thing for like... Like, do we really need... <laughs> Do we really need to put Chris Bosh in the same, like, okay. All right. And Thompson and Curry didn't really need Kevin Durant. They'd already proven that. Mm. Jordan didn't need Rodman. Mm. He'd proven that. Yeah. They were better with him, but they didn't need him. Yeah, yeah, he helped. All right. Quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. I'm running out of steam here. Well, good funny. news. Yeah, it's the last segment. Good news, baby. Time for a little Hoffman on Hollywood. Yeah. And as like I always tend to do, I always forget that I've got to do the last episode, so I close out all my stuff. But <laughs> it's real easy to bring back up. But uh, let's see. Where should we start? Start with uh, Bob Dylan. Um, and, and I wonder if this is a, I, so Bob Dylan, there's been a couple guys write biographies about him. Yeah. He's, he's still alive. He is still alive. And they often give very different accounts of stories. And th- there's an article called what's wrong with Bob Dylan's biographers. And it says the fiercely competitive field of Dylanology pits expert against expert. No one is spread. No one is spared. Not even Dylan himself. And I started thinking about it, and I was like, I wonder if Bob Dylan, like, because he's a storyteller, I wonder if he just you know makes up stories. And then I I realized, 
you can't understand a word Bob Dylan says. That's pretty true. That's like you would imagine. I would imagine Ozzy Osbourne biographers have a very similar problem, right? Yeah. Like, so I, I found that interesting today. That like, there's a big debate over why. Like, essentially, there's some people calling Bob Dylan a liar, and I was like, How would you know? How would you know? You don't understand what he said. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, Jerry O'Connell. Are you familiar with him? Uh, no. Jerry O'Connell is an actor, and he says uh, he was in Stand By Me, and he says that Will Wheaton, he basically revealed that a painful childhood fueled his performance as the troubled Gordy in Stand By Me, and one of Wheaton's co-stars has commented and said, uh, I love Will, he's a great friend of mine, we've been friends for 35 years, that film was 35 years ago. I had no idea he was feeling that Jerry O'Connell. What's Jerry O'Connell famous for? Like, he's been in a bunch of stuff. So I'm confused. Who's who's complaining about this now, him or Will Wheaton? No, Will Wheaton is complaining. Oh. But Jerry O'Connell's saying, like, he seemed like he had it kind of together back then. And I thought, like, at first it seems like he's throwing shade. But then he says, you know, maybe we just need to just make sure people are okay. Even if you think they're okay, maybe they're not okay. Hmm. Like they do rash stuff, like run off to Vegas. Right. Yeah, okay. Right. Just checking. Or they just like, oh, I'm going to start a website. Yeah, like that. Mm, No, that's that's not rash. That's well planned out, sir. Uh He was in uh, Kangaroo Jack. Oh, God. That's not what he's most famous for, though, is it? These are his top four on IMDb. Oh, boy. (laughs) Stand by me, number one. Kangaroo Jack, number two. Sliders, number three. And Mission to Mars, number four. Okay. So he's not famous. No, but if you see, like, I'm going to show you a picture of him. Yeah. And you're going to go, oh, yeah. He was on Billions. You'll say, yeah, he's famous when you see him. Uh, Here we go. This guy. He's famous. Yeah, I guess. He's got but a, then you a, say, a very unique face. That's Then you say, well, what's he in? Yeah. It's like you've seen him and in something. Go, you know what? I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a good question, and I think it's that, that's fair. I have no idea. Um, did you realize? It turns out. Oh, actually, you know what? Let's do this one. Um, Avengers star Aaron Taylor Johnson. I don't. I didn't know that he was an Avengers star. What Avenger is he? Well, wait for it. Um, so he is now going to star. Star in a Spider-Man spinoff. He's going to be Craven the Hunter. He was Pietro Maximoff. He was the one that was killed in the film. Not the the not the, not Wanda the WandaVision one. one. Okay, yeah, but now he's going to be in another one. Uh, is Craven the Hunter, which is a good character. It is. But I don't know if it, how it's going to translate to film. I don't know if he'll wear cheetah pants and like the uh, the fur scarf. I don't know if he'll do that. But he's going to be he's he's set to uh, set to take over that role, which apparently a lot of people were fighting for, even like some some really famous people. Yeah. But I guess they I guess they like him. And 
I think with something like that, I don't think you want a really, really famous person. Yeah. Because it'll take away from the Spider-Man. But, yeah. that's it. But it also tells you, God, they're still pumping out these movies. And uh, finally, are you, I know you're a fan of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I am. Amy Heckerling, um, who starred in the movie... Uh, and she was a she, she starred in it and she directed the screenplay. She has t- has said now that it basically they did a test screening of it and it went horrendously, and they almost killed the movie there. Wow! Um, this was in 1982. She said that she was so disappointed that this had it had gone over so poorly. And they they threaten to just pull the movie, and obviously they go to a different they they I guess they cleaned it up a little bit. <coughs> they decided that they weren't going to release it wide. It was going to be a couple hundred theaters near L.A., so there was no TV presence, no trailer, nothing. And then it started to do well, so they said, "Okay, let's spread it out." But the fir- the first test screening that would have instantly put it out everywhere was a total bust. Hmm. Which, I mean, listen, how you can. Total bust. Like, no, I see. Ever, I see it. Yeah, of course. Uh, the, people like that the, movie. The Phoebe Cates scene is worth the whole. It's worth everything. Yeah. And that—that that is Hoffman on Hollywood, Fred. All right. Oh, well, here we go. I love Dylan. I hate to say this, but but I have a lot harder time understanding Dylan when he talks than when he sings. Yeah. The right. times they are changing. I understand that, but yeah. if he said it to me, he would say. I said, what? What, Bob? All right, let's get the hell out of here. Late hits up next. Great job, Aaron. Great job, AJ. Till tomorrow. Stay sports, you bitches. Don't lock up the hall. Or he that gets hurt will be he who has stalled. The battle outside region. We'll soon shake your windows and rattle your walls For the times they are a-changing ESPN 97 5